what's up, Al? Hey, Ryan Martinez. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> right on time. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Did I get it you at a bad time? Nah, not at all. Just you know, just grinding away. The daily day. Hey, so I have you on Anchor, this new uh, phone app that can document podcasts. And I got you on here because you're my first guest and I thought it'd be cool that you and I kind of reflect on a few things. Nice. Yeah, let's do it. We're recording right now, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, this is crazy. This podcast not, app. Never heard of it. It's not going to be perfect. I don't expect it to be, but um, yeah, I thought I'd just give it a shot. We talked about doing this a few times, remember? Yeah. Yeah. It turns out this time it worked out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool and I think um, at least it's a good test to see how it works and how to develop my skills interviewing people but the whole goal is to interview people with stories and kind of just uh, talk about things that they've experienced whether it's art, design, life um, pretty much just go from there and see where, where it leads but uh, tell me about yourself what are you doing? what are you up to? Yeah, so, you know, right now, I guess uh, I'm just kind of hard at work. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in the architecture industry and, you know, I work more on the marketing business development side and, uh, you know, utilizing design and brand strategy uh, throughout that type of uh, field in order to gain more business for the firm that I represent. Is your background in architecture? I know I do not have a background in architecture uh, just a, a really good friend of mine uh, you know someone who I look up to actually ended up hooking me up with uh, a contact uh, you know who you know just got my resume into the right hands and so here I am you know almost one year later uh, working in the architecture industry very I, interesting I, I think uh, I know who you're talking about person. <laughs> the one and only Alan Manzano. Yeah, so you and I, we go back maybe what, two, three years ago, maybe? Close I to? Think it's, yeah, I think it's been three years now. Uh, you were a former student of mine at the Art Institute in San Diego, and um, I was teaching a brand strategy class. And that's the only class you, you've, you've taken of mine. Yeah, that's correct. What'd you think? You know, I definitely thought I had a good grasp on what it was to, you know, design and, and, and think about design in, in the commercial marketplace, uh, you know, until I actually took your class, uh, you really opened up uh, a new view for me on how to view, I don't know, brands and, and stories out in the world and how that resonates with uh, audiences uh, and why they connect with that uh, on more than just a material level and so I think that was the biggest takeaway from you know me taking your class and you know and, and from there I mean we kind of developed into our own relationship uh, out of my own curiosity on what else you had to share you know that's kind of how it all began between you and I man you got all that from that class because most of the time i was just bullshitting my way through you know <laughs> i still feel like you you bullshit your way through every day <laughs> about man. find ways and uh 
adapt and adjust and be mobile, you know? Oh, definitely. And you know, I think, you know, it's that bullshit perspective that really uncomplicates everything that like personally that I I kind of think about when approaching design. Uh, you know, I, I think that it has to be way more complicated than it actually is. And yeah. yeah, I think that's one of the biggest points that you are able to bring out of students and colleagues. Yeah, and you know, I take that back. It's, it's bullshit. I mean, it's not bullshit, but it's experience, right? And a lot of it, like you said, you take all that seriousness out of it. It's more intuitive. You go with your gut. You feel what's right. You say what you feel is right. Mm-hmm. And it, working out so i'm glad you took all that from that class not not a lot of students got that and uh you're a handful that actually stuck with it so i commend you on that oh yeah thank you yeah it's working out so far so you know i'm not fired yet even in the midst of this corona virus pandemic era i don't know what to make of it how are you dealing with uh this uh, pandemic and how are you able to uh, remain creative if you are yeah you know it's definitely uh, an everyday struggle of mine um, you know luckily uh, you know just the successes I've had at, at my job and at work you know they've given me the opportunity to kind of explore uh, different avenues uh, you know within the workplace and so, you know, they, my bosses or, you know, the partners of the firm will give me new projects that are working with different clients and uh, helping that kind of develop and grow. And so to give an example, I am now creating, you know, these motion graphic movies that, you know, help our clients who are building these, you know, big large-scale developments you know around san diego in the country and you know these motion graphic movies that i make help sell you know the actual buildings to the future tenants after these buildings are created and so you know these are the types of skills that you know the partners of my firm you know they kind of saw in me uh and, and so they they allowed me the opportunity to kind of say hey we 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 want to give this to you and you know help us work with the client so that they're able to be successful in their project. Um, Mm. And so I think that has been going on ever since I started. So every time it's always been something new and, you know, that's kind of helped my creative juices kind of keep pushing myself. And I think it's more so the confidence that they have in me uh, kind of keeps me motivated to keep pushing myself into developing my skills even further yeah yeah that's a good good angle to take on it now one thing i know about you and people probably don't know is that you served for our country i did i was in the army for about four years uh went right out of high school um yeah it was a hell of a ride and one thing i've asked you multiple times um that transition and maybe those skill sets uh how has that been applied from that point of your career to now? Or has it not? Are there similarities? Are there differences? Yeah, you know, I think um, the biggest thing uh, that I, I, I've been able to take away from my military experience was just 
the life skills on how to approach different situations. And so, you know, being in marketing and architecture, you know, I'm definitely as far away as to, you know, having bullets and bombs being dropped on you. And so I think now when I see problems or opportunities, uh, I know how to use, I don't know, how would I say this? I approach things different based on my military experience. Um, yeah, I don't know. Reading people, reading situations, knowing, you know, when to kind of strike and when to back off. Uh, I guess those are the certain traits that I take with me now in the workplace. Uh, working on a team, that's definitely been a big one. Uh, yeah, and knowing the strengths uh, and weaknesses from, you know, the people who work around you. I think those qualities kind of resonated with me the most. And that's the one thing I've admired about working with you is also the fact that you've experienced that, whereas I haven't. I've always been in the industry, whether it's marketing and advertising, but it's nothing compared to what you did. Um, so I admire, and that's one thing I've learned from you is just your work ethic um, and your ability to adapt. Um, which I think is interesting and it's a good skill set to have given any situation um, just like a few months ago when we did our, our pitch to our client uh, you stepped in you reacted you digested that information and you just went to work man I was really impressed and it got us the job yeah you know it was crazy because uh, I was bullshitting <laughs> they ended up and, but I mean you know it, it started off with you know that you know just you just kind of you just say what you feel in that simplest of terms of you know all the characteristics of what you've learned from you know what you taught me in college to now applying it to educating your client and i guess i should stop saying bullshitting but yeah um, we need to come up with a different word <laughs> i don't know we, yeah it's definitely just like a simplified term of like yeah i don't know creating design putting out in the market it's not bullshitting, but yeah, it's, yeah, we definitely need a word. <laughs> First <Well>, podcast. <laughs> yeah, laws of simplicity, right? We simplify problems. Yeah, exactly. Better word than bullshit. Mm -hmm. So let's work with that. Noted. Yeah, definitely noted. But hey, it turned out great. You know, the, the, the deliverables, you know, were definitely on point exactly where I think we both wanted them to be. Uh, and then the client was happy. I thought that was a good day. It was. And I think that's one thing we're learning, you and I, as we work together, is our, our niche. And I, I haven't really solidified it, but it has to do with this idea of educating our clients' customers. Mm -hmm. right? Educating them as well as educating the clients. So I, I need to figure that part out. I mean, that's our niche. That's our service right there. We're educators, yet we're designers, we're artists, we're creative thinkers. I just haven't really nailed that one sentence, one liner yet. Mm -hmm. So it, it'll come. I mean, you know, we're still hustling and grinding every day. Um, and, you know, I, I feel like the longer we do this, the more it's our story is going to develop. And, you know, like we've said it plenty of times again, but, uh, you know, once we get that momentum, 
I mean, that's it. So, I know also um, the NBA season may or may not be back this year. I've heard rumors that it might start in October. Shaquille O'Neal said the season's a wash. Um, and being both Laker fans, what's your take on the current situation? If they should be, you think they should be given the title, um, reset next year, half a season? What do you think? Being a Laker fan and NBA f- fanatic. Yeah, I mean, I think with any championship, I mean, it sucks what happened, but you definitely got to earn it. You know, you can't just. <laughs> And I, I personally, being a Laker fan, feel like we were robbed of that chip this year. But you know what? We got next year. Uh, and hopefully we have next year. I mean, yeah, this, this is a crazy time. You know, basketball is supposed to start up in October. And who knows? Maybe this, you know, maybe we're still right where we are today. Um, but yeah, I still think, you know, AD, LeBron, if they stick together. Man, we're gonna have some good times ahead. I'm just hoping if we if the season does continue that their stamina and conditioning is up. You know, it's been what almost two months that it's left up to them to commit. And they're professional athletes, they know. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jared Dudley's up to it right now because I've heard he's kind of do to survive. I mean, he's a, he's on the bench, but you know what I mean. Just like that fear, that's a little bit of a fear that I have. Been. Oh, definitely. There will be some uh, cobwebs that will be needed, some dusted off, you know, once the season gets started. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. And uh, definitely uh, take that championship home. I feel like it's also been a weird year with Kobe dying and all this other crap happening. Like, too much to take in that we need sports. We need podcasts with two cool dudes on it talking (laughs) random trying to come up with questions to ask (laughs) me some questions yeah all right well yeah what okay so you know being in this lockdown right i've noticed um you know all these major companies and i'm big on commercials i love to watch commercials or advertisements all day every day and so with that being said have you seen any of these kind of covid related commercials or advertisements from these uh businesses uh, and if so what do you think about it i feel you know there's some good not let's, let me take that back there aren't good commercials out there i mean local commercials suck but their intent is there i think it was rotor rooter that actually said something like you, you can count on us our services and you don't have to pay us for six months I thought that was nice like they're really trying to offer their services and be mindful of the situation because some people most people don't have the money to pay whereas I've seen some other commercials while they're still promoting it hard and trying to get business I don't know I just feel like advertising needs to lay off a little bit and be more acceptable to people's situations because we're all in the same damn hole you know um so that's how I take it. I haven't really seen too much on COVID. I just seen some commercials and companies adjusting. Uh, hey, can you hear me still? What do you think? Oh, yeah, yeah I can yeah. hear you. Sorry, I, uh, you know, with this app, podcast app being on the phone, I just got a call and like it, 
it uh yeah just everything went blank for a second it, it pinged right okay you heard that then yeah I, I was receiving a call so crazy that's something to just keep in mind for uh, yeah people on these phone podcasts um I'm gonna oh go ahead well I was just about to say what, what would you say I kind of lost you um when you were answering I haven't seen any commercials really that are impactful. I mean, a lot of their messaging are the same. What resources to uh, to look at? But um, you know, some of these locals are really trying their best to be uh, mindful of the situation and people's uh, finances. Yet they're still offering the services, which I think is a good time to harvest those relationships um, and you know, be mindful if they can't pay you all in one lump sum maybe stretch it out to two or three months you know what i mean mm-hmm. got to be my situation and i think i commend those type of companies um i got a text from you too you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> all right not gonna lie i got okay. my lady making me dinner but she put it fresh hey. and hot on the plate and i'm not at the table this is a trial and error and i thought it just but uh Ryan Martinez, thank you so much for uh, partaking in this uh, new endeavor for This Is Dynamo and Company. That's what I think I'm going to call it. Yeah, that's what's up. I like that. And I'm glad to be a part of it. And I can't wait to see what's next and what's to come. Hey, uh, uh, quick question. What did your lady cook for dinner? Well, so we got that uh, HelloFresh. I don't know if you ever heard of that, but it basically makes you know meals kind of a little bit easier. Uh, and so we got some burgers tonight. Hey, speaking of HelloFresh, they are our sponsors for tonight's uh, podcast. Oh, hey. So, HelloFresh, I'm about to enjoy a meal. Uh, shout out to them. They deliver on time, and I don't know. Their produce is okay. I mean, they're, they're, oh. our, they're our sponsors. Hey. Their produce is great. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we're trying to help, not lose oh, help. my bad. My bad. Mental note, support our sponsors. Yeah. Shoot. All right. Um, All right, buddy. Have a good night, buddy, and I'll let you know how this turns right. out. Take it easy. Good. Thank you. See ya. Goodbye.